podcast Weird from the live music capital of the world, Austin, Texas, the city that brought you Stevie Ray Vaughan, Richard Linklater, South by Southwest, the University of Texas, Ain't It Cool News, Leslie Cochran, Molly Ivins, Madeline, Mur- Madeline Murray O'Hare, oh my God, and the world's largest population of Mexican free-tailed bats, it's a slippery slope. The podcast <laughs> with the dazed and confused Mark Browner and Lodger. <laughs> wow. Hey, hey. I love that. Gonna, that was beautiful. I'm going <laughs> to work on it so I can say Madeline Murray O'Hare without messing up next time. Uh, don't worry. It I, sounds like a. I edited it, it so like that it sounds perfectly. Oh, what? oh, fantastic. Say that it again. It sounds like a sexual position, doesn't it? Hey, I was Madeline Murray O'Hare and this chick the other night. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay so, uh, how you been this week man you been okay doing good doing good andrew good. dice lodger <laughs> <laughs> it's my partner in crime mark browner hello audience what an amazing week what an what a crazy week so much has gone on this week there's it's... like forty-seven thousand things i want to talk about <laughs> Forty-seven thousand things oh my god that's quite a long list <laughs> It, it is quite a long list. Thank God for computers, so I can number the, number num, number them number them and keep them in order and oh. put them in order of significance from highest to lowest. So no, I don't know. <laughs> right, With, not, I just make a crazy crazy list of stuff. Do you have plenty of uh, footnotes, endnotes, and uh, references it's to a, cite? It's annotated and uh, yes, with footers and headers and all kinds of stuff. Wow, any clickable links, perhaps? Um, possibly. Actually, wow. there are clickable links. Damn. <laughs> well, I made, I made a lot of notes this week because I listened to our last episode, episode five. This is episode six. Welcome, yep. everybody, to a slippery slope. Yes. And uh, we, we talked about a lot of shit last week. We covered a lot of ground, as always. We did indeed. We slid down some slippery slopes. It was damn so, near an hour and a half episode. It was. It was. So so I'm just going to – I just want to talk about a few things from last episode that, that I thought – you know, one of our things we talked about was was the new A Star is Born uh, that Bradley Cooper is directing, and that led us down the slope to talking about uh, who would be good playing the male lead in that. Oh yeah. And yes. we talked about we talked about uh, Johnny Rotten, and then we hit on Henry Rollins. Well, you um, for, don't forget we were, Mark Mothersbaugh. Well, uh, yeah, Mark Mothersbaugh <laughs> was in there too, and it and it hit me this week that um, it, knowing how Hollywood works, it's probably going to be Rick Springfield, but we'll just all have to live with that <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, oh man! Oh, you're wouldn't ar- that just be awful? You're already <laughs> wrecking it for me, man. You're wrecking it. I know, right? <laughs> I but. just, I just was, uh, and and I'll tell you why Rick Springfield came to mind a little later in the show because the, there's something about him I want to talk about too. But, but uh. when we were talking about Henry Rollins, remember we were, I was trying to come up with that movie he was in that I saw the preview for, and it was weird, like he was a vampire, but it was also like a, a, a gangster type movie. Right. Yeah. And I, I finally, that. I finally Googled it and found, uh, it's a movie called He Never Died. And it came out last year, and really? uh, it's yeah, it's really weird. So f- I watched the preview again, and it's like uh, Henry Rollins is supposedly someone who is mentioned in the Bible who has never died, and he they they kind of imply that he drinks blood and that he's a, a it's it's a really weird looking uh, trailer. So if you YouTube it, uh, he never died uh, what from the 2015. Hell? 
it's a really interesting uh, looking video movie. Um, wow. And it's 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 out on DVD now. So I'm thinking I'm going to have to get the DVD. But it came out in like um, December of last year. And it, it looks uh, I mean, it's it's got a decent budget. It looks fairly good. It looks interesting. Um but I, yeah, I when I finally saw it again, I was like, "This is the one." It starts with him in like a this little ramshackle room. You can't tell if it's a hotel room or just like he lives in a small apartment. Uh, and these guys come and they're giving him a hard time, and he beats the shit out of them. And then it it go, and then it looks like someone's after him, and he starts talking about how he's mentioned in the Bible, and is I think they even allude to the fact that he's Cain from the Bible. As oh, in Cain and Abel. like uh, but, from the story of Genesis. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So okay. it just looked really interesting. So I just wanted to mention that because uh, we talked about it and we couldn't figure out what it was, and I was able to figure that out. And and then speaking, another person we talked about. Go ahead. Speaking of Cain, uh, did you know that uh, our new sponsor, Raising Canes, is uh, opening a new uh, outlet in Round Rock? <laughs> Are they? No, I, I just I wish they would, but they they, they haven't. But anyway, oh, oh. raising canes, man, that is one of my favorite places. Okay, I, think, I just love it. Yeah, me too. I think I'm gonna have to legitimately cut that out because I just completely went on a t- off on a tangent from your, from the story <laughs> that you were telling. So continue. So we another person we talked about last week was Duncan Jones, who is a film director, has a film out now called Warcraft, and he is David Bowie's son, um, yes. although he never promotes that, which makes him even fucking cooler. Um, and we were talking about how he has a new movie coming out that he's going to start working on now called Mute. And so I Googled that to see if, what I could find about that movie, and right. this is what I found. It stars Alexander Skarsgård and Paul Rudd which is already kind of interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, Jones has been developing the project for years and described it as a spiritual sequel to Moon, his first movie with Sam Rockwell, Whoa. that is inspired by inspired by Ridley Scott's Blade Runner. Holy shit. The film yeah, the film is set in Berlin 40 years in the future and will follow a mute bartender investigating his partner's disappearance. Okay. That just sounds cool as fuck. I'm already in on that one, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, wow. that's just going to be – that just sounds cool. And I I still can't figure out – I thought there was some mention that it was based on some other material, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's something he has come up with on his own. I'm not sure. Um, uh, a sequel to Moon? A spiritual sequel, quote-unquote. Oh, spiritual sequel. Okay, okay. Spiritual sequel, yeah. yeah Meaning but still. a similar – Tone, perhaps, not necessarily a yeah, continuity I, of action. Correct, I think so. Yeah, okay. that same kind of. I, I get a feeling it will be somewhat low, not low budget, because the moon certainly wasn't low budget, but right. an independent feel to it. And um, okay, uh, you know, then it's got Paul Rudd in it too, which is just like wow, that makes it even seem more interesting. Some kind of futuristic sci-fi Blade Runner esque type movie with Paul Rudd. I'm already interested. Hmm. Yeah. Whenever. Whenever. Anybody says Blade Runner esque, uh, it worries me. But uh, I'm optimistic. Well, you know, if it was anyone but about five directors, one of them being Duncan Jones, I, I yeah, I would agree with you. Okay. But uh, if anyone could pull it off, I think he could pull it off in a in a great way. So. All right. Anyway, that was just a 
couple well, things that from listening to last week's episode and thinking about it that I, I made some notes. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I want to address those things because they were weighing heavily on me, man. OK, <laughs> <laughs> well, at, at least you were just providing more information and it wasn't any apologies or corrections or anything like that. So really trying to get away from doing that sort of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. We're going to live yeah. life. I don't, no apologies, man. I don't like man. to apologize. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. I, 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 yeah. Come on. No, no regrets, right? You no Roger? regrets. That's... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but right. anyway, we can move on to some new business now because I got that out of my system. So Okay, good. I thought about I thought about you this week Did because you? I saw that there's a new mu- – you know, I know that you and your wife, Sierra – uh, love to go to music festivals. I don't know. I'm too old to stand out in a field, but and listen to music. But thank, um, thank you for keeping it up for the old older guys. Oh, believe but, believe uh, you me, there there are are moments uh, uh, toward the end of a music festival weekend where I'm like, oh shit, I can't wait for this to be over. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like the first day, man, just full of energy, hammering it away, just having a great time, man. I am I am 20 years old, but by Sunday. Oh shit! I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not 20 I need anymore. A nap. <laughs> right? I need a nap and and some. I need to hydrate with some water. And, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I want air conditioning so saw... and horizontalness. <laughs> yes. So I saw where didn't you and Sierra? Isn't Fun 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 Fest like one of the festivals that was like the first festival you went together to? Uh, that is correct. Yes. We've actually gone to Fun 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 Fest at least three times. Well, definitely three times. Starting in uh, so- 2012, we skipped tw- 2013 because that was the year that we got married. It was a matter Aww. of fact, uh, Fun 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 Fest was the weekend right before the Monday that we got married. That's right. I remember yeah. that now. Because yes. I was your best man. I don't know. Well, I don't know if that's come up in the show before. <laughs> I, I I think it has. <laughs> I think it has. Yeah. I think, it, I think it was last episode, as a matter of fact. I think it was. Yeah. But, but the, yeah, we went 2012, 2014, and 2015. And the good thing about it is, is it's in November, so it's not freaking hot as hell. It's actually the weather is starting to cool down already, and it's really a good time. And Usually it hasn't rained, so it's not like, you know, those horrible stories you heard about ACL Fest's past of, you know, dust bowls and and uh, then other years where it's, you know, torrential rain and it's, you know, uh, a foot a foot of mud or something. So luckily the times that we've been right. to Fun 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 Fest, it's been beautiful weather. It's November, so it's, you know, starting to cool down already. It's, it's still warm, but not knock-you-out kind of hot, and it's what is cold. We didn't even have winter last year, so what do I know about cold? <laughs> but anyway. Right, yeah. So we've, we've well, been, I- and uh, what we liked about Fun 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 Fest was the fact that it started off as, as a, a very small festival and had grown over the years. I think it was originally at um, Waterloo Park or something, but moved to uh, Auditorium Shores, and it's it's grown and grown and grown. And actually, recently, Transmission Events, which was the organization that put on Fun 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 Fest, recently sold out to uh, another organization, and so it's no longer owned by the original guys, and so... We may not be going back to Fun 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 Fest anymore because it's actually grown almost too big now 
to where it's almost getting big, like ACL Fest and stuff like that. So the guys at Transmission Events, I don't know if they still call themselves that anymore, are starting a new music festival this year out at Sherwood Forest Renaissance Festival, believe it or not. Oh, so the which they're calling, I think, Sound on Sound Fest. Exactly. Or the Sound oh. on Sound Festival. Yes. I thought that oh. was the new name for Fun 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 Fest. But it's a different festival run by the same people. That's, Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm led to believe, yes. Interesting. I don't know the entire story. Sierra kind of has been keeping up with that more than I have. And uh, so it's uh, it's interesting that it's going to be you know out there, but uh, it could be very good. I've never been to Sherwood Forest uh, Renfest, so I don't know exactly what facilities that they have there to to handle the crowds and parking. And I'm not even sure how right. you know how big Sherwood Forest actually was as a Renaissance festival and how many people they can actually handle. But I'm sure they're working that out. I saw the um, there was a meme, I guess, for lack of a better word, online of all the bands that are going to be in it this year. Yeah. So let me just. Let me just read a few of them because I've got it pulled up here. All right. Beach House, ex- Explosions in the Sky, Purity Ring, Courtney Barnett, hmm. Mac DeMarco, um, The Dead Milkmen, The OCs, huh. Wild Nothing, Cursive, Bob Mould, Girls Against Boys, wow. Car Seat Headrest. And there's a couple other ones that were some smaller bands that uh, Shannon and the Clams. I cannot believe that. Um, and wow. um, there was one other one. Um, <clears throat> that I saw here, I bet I won't be able to find it again, but there's just a ton of bands playing of all kinds of music from all kinds of, uh, you know, all styles. And I was just like, wow, there are lots of bands I would go see. That that sounds in keeping with uh, the original tradition of Fun 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 Fest because they were all they always had three different stages. Well, actually, four different stages. You had like the black stage, which would be like uh, hard rock and punk and maybe uh, psychobilly type stuff. Then you have the blue stage, which would be kind of R and B and rap and hip hop type stuff and uh, or uh, or a DJ set. So uh, and then they've got the orange wow. stage. Orange Stage, which will be a mixture of a lot of things, usually more um, uh, currently popular bands type thing. And then they would have the Yellow Tent or the Yellow Pagoda, which would be spoken word stuff and comedy. And uh, so it's always been very diverse in the way that they they, uh, do stuff. So I imagine they're carrying that same tradition over to the Sound on Sound Festival. It seems like it... uh... Oh, fucks. While you were talking, I noticed Starfucker is one of the bands, which is a band I love. Wild Nothing another is another. I would go. To, uh-huh. I, of course, I'm not going because I can't stand in a field. But <laughs> I would. I would love to see Wild Nothing. I would love to see Courtney Barnett. I right. have her new album and it's freaking amazing. I've yeah. been listening to it in the car for about the last month. Yeah, you, um, you, Explosions in the Sky. Cool. You had mentioned some bands that I had actually seen at Fun 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 Fest's past, like the OCs. And Bob Mould. Ah. There, there, there are. There's a returning cast of characters occasionally. You know, if a band cool. had had a good time at a previous Fun 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 Fest, they probably try to get on the bill again. So I've got. Wow. I wish I could tell you every band that Sierra and I had ever seen at Fun 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 Fest, but I'll, I'll just give you a a little smattering of what we've seen over the years. Oh, and, cool. And okay. I'll, I'll hit the high spots. Okay. And okay. The, and the, at least the ones that I know that you'll be excited about. We saw. Um, 
Jello Biafra, and you remember Jello Biafra of the Dead Kennedys. Oh, uh, Dead but Kennedys, yeah. Yes, except he was Jello Biafra in the Guantanamo School of Medicine, uh, was the name of the band. <laughs> but he basically did just all of the Dead Kennedys uh, stuff. I think there may have been some original stuff, but uh, that was a really good stuff. And he was he was wearing a T-shirt that said, Fuck the Tea Party, so I, I, was, I, was, I was definitely in for it, so I loved it. <laughs> and then uh one year we saw it was uh john lyden uh johnny rotten and public image limited oh wow he was, a, he was a headliner one year so that was that was obviously good saw youth brigade at the black stage which is cool uh, youth uh, brigade yeah you remember they youth... are in a oh the, the movie um another state of mind is one of my all-time favorite punk rock movies and youth brigade is in that and oh yeah i it's like i never listened to youth brigade i don't have any of their albums i don't listen to their music but i love them because of that movie right have you ever seen another state of mind i've seen i don't know if i've seen the whole thing but i definitely have seen uh bits and pieces of it oh such a good film yeah 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 somebody got their head kicked in yeah (laughs) (laughs) but we Uh, we digress Also, um, yes, I'm sorry. The same year that uh, Jello Biafra was there, Gary Newman was there, uh, which was pretty wild. Now how and, much of his how much of his stuff was was new stuff? Probably, I don't know, twenty five percent to a half. Mm. But you know, he, yeah, he, I, he, you know, some probably of the new stuff's more iffy, like, but yeah, it's probably more like a half. Yeah, it was. It, you could tell that he was trying to be more just like a a, a standard uh, rocker instead of what yeah. you know he used to be. Uh, yeah, he's, you know. his, his newer stuff is very kind of industrial, Nine Inch Nails-ish sounding stuff. And right. I, I'm not a big fan of that stuff, but his, his 80s and, and early 90s stuff I love, of course. Of course. Um, he, he's, he's, um, he's doing – well, he's done some concerts where he's played the, – the whole thing is he's played one of the old albums – you know, all the way through. So uh, I'd love to have, I'd love to see one of those shows. That would be cool. But um, his new album, he's, he did a Kickstarter campaign for. So oh, I was like, really? wow, Gary Newman. Yeah. Wow. Gary Newman doing a Kickstarter campaign for his new record. So he's, hey. he's trying to go against the, the grain. I don't know if it's hard for him to get a, a record deal or, or what. I think he re- self-releases a lot of stuff now too. Okay. Well, you know, He's just keeping up with the technology, the available technology for funding. Instead of having to go to a record company and beg, he's just figuring out different ways. Why not? So, yeah. Anyway. Oh, I hate when these older artists bitch and complain about how how music is now. It just pisses me off. They're, they are not making millions of dollars like they used to. Uh, you know, right. like I always say, one of my things is, where is it written that if you're a rock star, you should make, you should be a millionaire? That's the millionaires make the worst fucking music in the <laughs> world. <laughs> I think the situation was it had been been like that for so long that people just took it as a given. Once you were a superstar, you were going to be making millions forever. And for some of them, that's oh, true. Oh, I think they did. Yeah, yeah. Look at yeah. this. I mean, the Stones probably the some yeah, of the richest people in the world. But they've learned to keep up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they're true. so rich they don't care if they make money right. or not. But there was a there was a uh, a headline today that said Paul Simon says he he's ready to quit music. And I didn't read the story. Maybe it has nothing to do with it. But I'm just like, eh, go ahead and quit if you want to. You're <laughs> old anyway. One Aww. old rock stars just old <laughs> rock stars are they just look foolish in my opinion. Aww. Um. 
I mean, I, it's like, I guess Jagger can still get up there and do it and he's okay. But like, like we were just talking before the show, I saw, I was watching on TV, they had Rick Springfield on and he looks ancient as fuck. And I'm just like, nobody wants to see you, dude. Right. I mean, <laughs> you know, he, he's probably little more than a one hit wonder and a soap opera actor. So, I, you know, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm I mean, not. I like his songs. I mean, Jesse's Girl is one yeah, of my yeah. favorite songs of all time. I still remember when that song came out i love that song um and he has two or three other songs that i really love too and a couple of years ago oh it's been 10 years ago now he did a, an album where he covered under the milky way by the church and i think he did oh. life in a northern town on that album i i don't know if it was all covers or not but and they're fine um but i don't know i just you know it's one thing when they put out records it's another thing when you got to see him on stage and they just look ancient and okay just, uh, i'm agreed. just like oh i get it go stay I home with it. your stay home with your wife man <laughs> oh you're breaking my I heart over here man jeez i don't you know it's funny because i don't feel that way about everyone i mean certainly we've seen devo within the last few years and those guys are getting up there and yet they put on an amazing fun show that i love and i would go see them again um so i'm probably being an asshole just to be an asshole but yeah well sometimes that's okay. you know at least rick springfield hasn't gotten fat and bald i guess you know he's still skinny he's just yeah. all wrinkly <laughs> and he skinny, needs to, wrinkly, he needs to and fucking luckily, shave he needs he, to shave luckily he had the jeans that he, he managed to maintain his hair yeah, or at least a good – made enough money in the 80s oh, to he, buy good hair now that he's 60. So. Right, he got some plugs. So good for him. Yeah. Yay. Well, I didn't mean, I didn't mean to interrupt your uh, discussion of Fun, Fun, Fun Fest, but I'm, I'm coming back to Rick Springfield eventually. No, that's fine. I got We're, more on that bastard. That's all good. That's all good. I just want to run okay. through some of, the, some of the acts that I know that you would have liked that we saw over the years at Fun, Fun, Fun Fest. Cool. Uh, we saw cool. NoFX. Uh, perform, which I, I, I think you know. Um, Lagwagon, uh, The Damned. I just like their name, Lagwagon. Lagwagon, yes. Oh, The oh. Damned. Oh, but before I get to The Damned, <laughs> Lagwagon. Ah, I, 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 was, I was right up at the stage at Lagwagon, but I had to pay for it. I had to pay for it, man. Um, and how did you pay for it? Okay, I was, I was like... What do you uh, mean? I was like five... Five to ten bodies back, and the music kicked in. But then the crowd parted, and then this huge mosh, mosh pit formed. So I figured, I'm going to try to make it across the mosh pit so I can get to the front of the stage. It's right there, and I'm almost there, and bam! I got elbowed right, right in the fucking jaw. Oh, man. Oh, I was like, okay, oh. I have arrived. This is Lagwagon. <laughs> <laughs> so you pay a price man yeah but you i pay did a price sometimes. i did i did make it to the front of the stage though with a sore jaw ah uh, well okay. i've made it backstage with a sore jaw before <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh hey i see what you did there but i'm but i'm ching <laughs> oh man all right oh. but anyway okay i just had to had to had to relay that but anyway i i did mention yes i saw the damned perform you know the old punk band from the uh i don't know what is where are they from the early new, 70s new 
Yes, mid seventies, early seventies. Mid seventies, yeah. Yeah, they were original and punks. Original punks. Absolutely, they were they were contemporaries of the of all the original uh, British punk bands. So definitely, so that was a good show. Absolutely. And uh, uh, cool. Okay, uh, other bands. Uh, Peaches. You know who Peaches is? Uh, I know she did a song with Iggy Pop. That's really all I know about her. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, and she, she did something about fuck the pain away. Fuck the pain away. Exactly. That's her big There's hit. A, yeah. And uh, oh my yeah. god. So many contemporary uh, female artists have ripped off from Peaches. That's all I got. That's all I'm gonna say. All right. So, oh wow. <laughs> yeah. But uh, oh, I forgot to mention also the Danzig Legacy performed one night. Uh, this was, I think, that was 2012. Glenn Danzig, who was the lead singer of the Misfits, he also had right. uh, other bands after that. He Danzig quit the Misfits. He did some metal stuff, right? Right, and he, he did, did some metal did stuff. Did more, you know, metal. And uh, so, anyway, at Fun 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 Fest, he did all of his heavier metal stuff. And oh, what I forgot to mention is that he arrived to do his set 30 minutes late. He goes and does part of his show, and then, you know, the festival tells him, hey, you know, your your time slot is over. And uh, he hadn't done any of his Misfits stuff. So (laughs) Glenn Danzig tries to incite a riot so that he can finish his set, even though it's his own fault that he, he, you know, arrived 30 minutes late, so he wasn't able to do 30 minutes of his performance. So he's trying what a to dick. Yeah, exactly. He's trying to incite a riot in the crowd, and, and the crowd is having none of it because they're at a music festival. They're not there to riot. They're there to listen to music. And you know he fucked right? up, and so he was trying to blame it on the festival. So anyway, so he ended up leaving the stage and not doing any of his misfits stuff. So the next day, if you've ever heard of Ted Leo and the Pharmacists, okay, really uh-huh. good, more of a modern day punk rock band. And uh, so, anyway, Ted Leo comes on stage and puts on a Glenn Danzig wig and actually does <laughs> half of his show as Glenn Danzig doing Misfit songs. It was amazing. It was the oh, coolest freaking thing. It was probably better than actually seeing Danzig do his songs. So uh, yeah, it sounds like it would be. Yes, <laughs> it was. It was wow. So cool, so cool. That's fun. All right. So anyway, that's fun. Uh, and I, I just want to finish by saying, okay, the yellow, the yellow stage is usually spoken word stuff or comedy stuff. And saw um, uh, Henry Rollins one year. He did uh, spoken right. word stuff, kind of telling stories. Tignataro and uh, John oh, Waters. Oh, she's cool. She's cool. And we were, oh, really? They and had John Waters. John Waters. Thing? Yes. Oh, he was. Oh, he was so entertaining. Great show. He's funny. Oh, did oh. they? Do they have seats where you can sit, or do you have to stand up? No, stand for that. Standing room only. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's too bad. That's too bad. I have right. seen John Waters twice at uh, Austin. Used to have a really good gay and lesbo- lesbian film festival called Agliff, the Austin Gay and Lesbian Film Festival. Right. And um, I don't. I think it still exists, but I don't know much about it anymore. The the original folks who did it, uh, one of the guys who did it was Scott Dinger, who used to run the 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 um theater the Dobie theater um it, it, it they did a really good job i thought it was it used to be a lot of fun to go to that festival um but yes. someone well, else you, took you it and o- i went there one over. year right did we yeah you and i went there the, 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 the yeah the the year that you had an entry oh that wasn't the the actual film festival that was just uh a, a, a special event they did every year of local filmmakers oh yeah. okay i'm sorry i, I, I didn't won know an that. award at that i won an award I won an award for best 
Stalker, I think, is what that award is for <laughs> at that gay and lesbian film festival. Okay. But um, but anyway, uh, the, uh, the first year I came to Austin, um, I went to uh, I saw in the Chronicle. Like I got here in uh, August, and the film. No, I got here in July. The Agliff was in uh, at that time. It was in August, I believe. Um, and I saw that they were. Uh, John Waters was going to be doing his his spoken word thing, his presentation um, right. that year. And so I thought, oh, my God, this is great. I don't care if it's a hundred bucks. I, I'm going. Um, and I think it was like twenty five dollars. Wow. And I actually think I I think I paid a fee to join the film festival that was like ten dollars or something so I could buy tickets early. Okay. Um, so, so we, uh, me and uh, a friend of mine, Tim, went and saw John Waters, and I think I only saw one other film at the festival that year. Um, mm. But when we went to, and that's where I met Zana. Don't when we <laughs> when we went to go to the John Waters thing, it was a, in a regular th- movie theater, and wow. so it was seats were seats were not assigned. It was first come, first seated. So oh. we got there I really you early. Knew her I think from it was Houston. A, hmm. Okay. No, not at all. So we got there at like I think the thing was at seven, and we got there at four or four thirty, and there were only two other people in line ahead of us, and wow. so the the four of us are standing there waiting, you know, and I bet a half hour went by, maybe a little less, and up walks Zana with her girlfriend, and of course Zana has her hair in the beehive thing that she had that was <laughs> two foot tall on top of her head, so. <laughs> okay. you know, you immediately you immediately notice her, right? And <laughs> yes. she, as she's walking up, she says to her girlfriend Anne, "Anne, come, let's meet the four people who are more fanatical than us." <laughs> <laughs> Which was the greatest opening line ever. Yeah. And so, of course, immediately we became friends. And and but that's how I met Zana Don't at a John Waters thing. Wow. Okay. But I've seen him twice, and both times he's just as funny as hell yes. and really interesting and just a really cool – just and at one, at one of the things he signed books afterwards and, and just – it just seems like the nicest guy you could ever want to meet. I know it's funny because his films are so weird. Yes. And he seems like a really nice guy. Yes. <laughs> so that that was kind of, in, you know, that was definitely my first year in Austin. That was just one of the coolest things that happened to me. Okay, that's cool. I, I Thank you for sharing that story. That's a, I think that's a yeah. story I don't think you've ever told me before. So pretty Maybe cool. Maybe not. So, yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. So I wish, you know, it's funny because, you know, I like gay and lesbian film festivals. I think they're a good thing. And at the same time, we're almost getting to the point where there doesn't have to be such a thing anymore. One day we just won't need them because it won't matter anymore. But wow. uh, well, it, it's really cool to kind of celebrate that still. Yeah, no, of course. I think, you know, things are changing in the positive direction. Yeah, we're yeah, it doesn't have to be special film festivals. Oh, I don't even know what I'm talking about, but <laughs> I'll just edit that yeah, out. I think, I mean, yeah, I know, I, I, I know the feeling that you're trying to to impart that you know it's like, hey, you know, it, one of these days, it, it's not going to matter what your orientation is or what your color is, or I mean, people can still celebrate those things, but it'll be you know just part of that wonderful fluid expanse of humanity you know yeah yeah I, yeah I it's know. it's the, you 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 know it's tough because you want to celebrate those things right and certainly it's nice to go to a film festival where all the films are are gay themed and and a 
of interest to you, or at least a lot, a lot of them are. And that's fun. But, you know, a lot of people go to horror film festivals. It has nothing to do with their sexuality. It's just their interest. But, you know, it, it was a it was a good week this week because um, Stonewall got declared a national monument which was amazing. Uh, yeah. And we're at one year we're at one year after uh, gay marriage has been legalized and of course in a lot of the US this this in June is Pride month in Austin for some reason we celebrated in August. I can't I they started doing that a few years ago because they wanted it to be separate from other big cities so people would come to Austin at a special time for it and oh. it's just hot as fuck here in in the summer but i think it's just as hot in august as it is in june but oh, hell yeah oh man yeah well, maybe that's the but, reason more sweaty bodies yeah more hot sweaty half naked guys <laughs> that's what you want at a pride festival right <laughs> that and a lot of glitter i the glitter budget for pride is outrageous we have to import <laughs> glitter from south america we need more glitter <laughs> <laughs> who are you just channeling there uh, Rip Taylor, of, of course. Of course you were. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw I saw you uh, throwing your co- cones of glitter just now. Yes, I was waving my hands around. Were and you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually. And, we need more glitter. You can't do it without. Look, I'll try and hold my hands down. We need more glitter. It doesn't work. You got to be. We need more glitter and throw your hands up in the air like you just don't care. And then and then st- and then straighten your blonde wig. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, there's nothing worse than a crooked wig, bitch. Um, <laughs> That's funny. It's, you know, it's been. Yeah. It's, what's that? <laughs> I, I just saw um, Rip Taylor on uh, that documentary about uh, uh, the aristocrats. Oh God, I love that movie. Yeah. Oh, so anyway, that's hilarious. I haven't seen that. Oh God. Yeah, that's one of those. If you think you don't like documentaries, watch the aristocrats. Oh that's, wow. <laughs> one, yeah. of, one of the greatest. It'll, one of the greatest comedy documentaries of all time yeah it'll definitely change your mind about documentaries if you don't like documentaries for sure oh yeah 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 it's and it's like uh it's like a stand-up comedy but but better i yeah yeah but anyway it's it's been a great week you know with this with the one year gay marriage getting celebrated and the stonewall becoming a national monument yeah i think it's Um, about time right yeah absolutely and as you know, I got to go to Stonewall thanks to uh, one of the Klauke sisters in New York uh, about a year and a half ago. Nothing made me happier. That was a great night, too. I'm sure. I told you that story, right? Did I tell you that story? That you met up Where with, I'm with uh, Barbara, Barbara Klauke and y'all went to the Stonewall yeah. Inn or whatever it's called? Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. But cool. but unexpectedly. We went to dinner and they're like, oh, do you want to go see, you want to go hang out at some gay bars and check some gay bars out? In Because I'm in New York for one day, the only day I've ever been there. And I get to hang out with Barbara and her boyfriend. And there, so I'm like, sure, let's go, let's go hang out at some bars and have a few drinks. And we go out of the restaurant we're in, which, I, you know, I'm following her. So I don't even know what part of town we're in. And we turn the corner and there's the stone wall. And they're like, you want to go to the stone wall? And I'm like, it's only been a lifelong fucking dream of mine <laughs> to go to the stone wall. <laughs> so it was totally unplanned, totally random. And it was like one of the great, you know, just one of those great moments in your life where you're just like, like someone drops you in front of the, you know, place you've always wanted to be without you realizing you were going to go there. Right. Yeah, that was really cool. And it's huh. just a little divey hole in the wall. I mean, it's it's nothing, but 
Right. It's but the, a fucking national monument now. <laughs> right. The historical and significance. It, yes. And if you're gay and you want to visit the Mecca of being gay in America, you go to Stonewall. Exactly. So it was cool. That was a cool moment. So wow. that's awesome. Yeah. So, hey, I know I said I was going to bring up Rick Springfield again, not to yes. change gears completely no, that, here. That's fine. We, but, we probably need to. We were, we were already going off on or about to go off on other tangents. So go for it. On other slippery slopes. Yeah, of course. So um, I saw this thing on Facebook that pissed me off like stuff on Facebook does. <laughs> no, that, say um, it ain't know, so. Can't be. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> so apparently, you know, in in uh, July – no, no, no. Yeah, July. In July, they're having the Republican convention in Cleveland. I'm okay. actually going to be in Cleveland the week after. I hope it's still a town when I get there. <laughs> yeah, because uh, me be and my nephew ground. are going to the yeah, who knows what's going to be left of fucking Cleveland on <laughs> July when I go uh, with my nephew, because we're going to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and check it out. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, I'm excited about it. But I read all of a sudden I read about a month ago, I read, oh, the Republican conventions in Cleveland in July. And I'm fucking looking up the dates immediately because yeah. I'm like, Is it, it better not be when we had planned to be there. So it's the week before. Wow. But okay. I read online mm -hmm. that uh, that there are these certain bands who have been hired to play at events at the Republican convention. Okay. And there are a bunch of, of so, you know, immediately I dislike all of these bands. So, <laughs> uh, because I'm like, fuck you. I know you're doing it for money, but fuck you. Um, so it's, it's the Beach Boys. Fuck you. Really? Journey. Yeah. Really? Journey, fuck you. Brett Michaels, <laughs> fuck you. Martina McBride, country people, you know, fuck them anyway. Martina McBride, <laughs> Rascal Flats, some band I've never heard of called Perry, and no. Rick fucking Springfield. Wow. Fuck you, Rick Springfield. <laughs> he's uh, he's really hard up. Oh, I guess so. Uh, by he the needs way, money. By the way, we're not a political show, so. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. You know, hey man, if it comes uh, up in conversation, it's gonna come up. So that's just the way it goes. Well, you know, anyone, you know, it, you know my feelings. Anyone who's gay and Republican needs to have their head examined. But uh, <laughs> probably <laughs> yes. But you know, this is a pop culture show, and that's definitely about pop culture. You know, Rick Springfield can get money from somewhere else. God damn it. Right. So I've lost I've lost a lot of the other bands. I mean, Journey, whatever. You know, Brett Michaels, he's a douche anyway, but. <laughs> but Rick Springfield, Rick Springfield is someone that I liked, Aww. and now I gotta hate him. He now broke I your gotta heart, hate man. him. He broke he your did. heart. He did. All my life, I wanted to be his girl, and and aww, aww, you know, I wish that it was Rick Springfield's girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Lodger. <laughs> I'll get over it. I'll get over it. I'm but sure Jesse's girl will. has been ruined ruined yeah, for me now yeah, just ruined so yeah. whatever so anyway you know what else i saw on facebook did you see this today uh no but did, did it piss you off no it's just this one's just funny okay well i don't know it's interesting did you did you you didn't see on on the on the on facebook or on news or somewhere matthew mcconaughey is going to be teaching a film class at ut Whoa. Did you see that? I did not see that. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Everyone gets an A. I just was, I was. 
All right. Like, um okay. Um, yeah. I I know he's, you know, he's a he's a good actor, but I I'm, I'm not sure I, uh, what he knows about filmmaking. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's ever well, maybe I don't think he's ever directed anything. He's produced some things, but right. I just thought it was really weird. McConaughey, I get, you know, he graduated from UT, I believe. He's and he's definitely a big Probably. fan of the Longhorns. Yeah. And um but I was just like uh teaching a class. Now, if you I guess I right. guess that's okay. Now, if you said Rick Linklater was teaching a film class, I'd be, oh my God, those lucky fucking students. But Matthew right. McConaughey, I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, it'll be, I'm sure whatever. it'll be an entertaining class. But are you gonna learn anything? I don't know. I know, right? What I mean, yeah. I guess you know, it'd be one thing if he was like a guest speaker or something. Right. Yeah. But. I didn't I didn't read much more about it and they really I don't think they've said much more about it other than supposedly it's going to happen uh um next year but which is funny too because he's he's a busy motherfucker he's in a lot of movies lately yeah definitely and, uh, a lot of good movies you know actually. and he's he's actually been in a lot of good movies yeah um definitely. lately mm-hmm. so I I you know I I actually like McConaughey a lot I think he's super cool Absolutely. I think he's funny I I, I, you know, I'm a fan. Um, I don't know if I'd be like just, um, you know, having a orgasm if I was going to go to UT and he was going to teach a class. But right. uh, I guess there are worse things that could happen. No, definitely. Sure. I, I mean, there may be uh, aspects of uh, of his skills that we don't know about. So who knows? Right. Well, he certainly has. uh legitimate he's worked on you know he's done a lot of films right and I, I he doesn't seem you know like a guy who just shows up and does his bit and goes home he he right. seems like a guy who kind of gets involved in things probably so, so. but i thought that was kind of interesting yeah i look forward to hearing, hearing yeah i look forward to hearing more about uh how that uh, actually pans out yeah it would be interesting i'd love to talk so, to someone who uh who actually gets to go to the class. That right. would be really cool. Yeah. Just to see kind of what what their take on it is. So sure. have to start yeah. st- stalking some uh, RTF students. Yeah. Well, I'm not allowed anymore, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, what are you well, going to do? There is that. Uh there, yeah, yeah, no. They closed the gay bar right next to campus, which is always, which was like where you always went to to meet uh, the freshmen. So, uh, <laughs> what bar was that? Uh, um, Charlie's. I actually only went there like twice, uh, I think. Okay. But I, yeah, it was the like one of the oldest gay bars in Austin for a long time, and and uh, oh. it was it was just uh, oh a few blocks from campus down on. Mm, I don't know what even what street it was on now. Okay, it was a little rinky dink. It was like a. It was interesting. It was a typical gay bar. Yeah. I'm sure the real estate and the rent got just too damn high there. Well, that's probably true. Yeah, that's pretty much true so. for everything downtown for sure. Anywhere, anywhere in Austin, just about. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, we're going. To, so on the next show, we'll probably talk about the fact that we're going to see. Uh, we're going out this weekend to see a band. Yes, we are. Is it yeah. Jibber and Twitch? Yes, it is. Is that right? Yeah, I believe yeah. it is. It's Jibber and Twitch. And, uh, and Patrick it, Healy of uh, Pataphysics fame is one of the members of the band, so I'm excited. Of the, of the Lube TV Orchestra. Well, that too. 
<laughs> he was. Yeah. He was a member of the yeah. Loop TV Orchestra and is a member of the Jibber and Twitch, which is a Cardiacs cover band. Cardiacs was I had a, to look up Cardiacs. Have you yeah. ever heard of them before this? I've heard of them, but I can't say that I know anything about them. Did you glean any wonderful I, information about them? Not really. I just kind of glanced at the Wikipedia page real quick to see, and they're, they're a, a band from the 70s, I guess a punk band. So it'll be interesting to see the show and see what it's all about. Right. And isn't uh, a band from like the mid 80s going to be performing that night as well called uh, Mannequin? Oh, thank you, because I could not remember what they were called. Yes, yes. So the question is... I don't know much much about them either. Right, so the question is, who's the headliner? Jibber and Twitch or Mannequin? I don't know. That's a good question. I thought Patrick said Mannequin was opening, but who knows? Maybe they're the headliners. I I don't know. I guess we're going to find out, aren't we? They're going to be I, at I guess uh, so. the, what's it called, Grizzly Hall? Yeah, you have any idea what the fuck that is? I have no idea. One well, thing I love about following Patrick and the Pataphysics is we've been to a lot of places. That, I mean, that's how we found Cheer Up Charlie's. We've right. been to a lot of play, a lot of interesting bars that they've played at that I would never have gone to, you know, is that how without we discovered having a good reason. Is that how we discovered Cheer Up Charlie's on East 6th Street? That, when it was on East Strict Six, that's how I. I'm pretty sure that's how I found it. I, I think, I you're think right. the first time we went, Patrick was playing. Bad Physics were playing. Yeah, you're and right. And we loved that bar so much, we went back all the time. Yeah, we sure uh, did. I still miss that bar. I know. I know it's. But, it's um, I know it's on. You know the new ones on Red River, but it's it. It just doesn't have the same feel. It's not the same, unfortunately. Right. And um, uh, I was trying um, to remember all the bands that we saw at Cheer Up Charlie's back in the day when they were on East Six. Did we see? Um, did we actually see a band that had a girl playing a, uh, what's the thing where, you know, you wave your hand over and goes, woo, 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 a theremin, a theremin. Yes. A girl playing a theremin called the octopus project. Or did I dream that? Uh, we didn't see them at cheer up Charlie's. I don't think they opened for, they opened for someone we saw at, at ACL or someplace. Okay. But I, I feel like my faulty we, memory <laughs> or did we see them there? I think, ah, that's really a tough one because I think when we, I want to say they opened for Devo, but that's not right. They opened for someone else. Oh, who did they open for? It'll yeah. kill me. Well, um, I, I know. I remember. O- right. The Octopus Project is, is a lot bigger now, but I think this was, you know, this was, I don't know how many years ago this was. Six mm, years four ago? Four or five at least. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so maybe they were small enough or they were friends with the club owners and they were doing them a favor and played at Cheer Up Charlie's. In the, maybe they maybe they remember. did. I've Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Where did we see them and who did they open for? They opened for another band that is like that oh it's gonna kill me now i keep wanting to say it's devo and i don't think it was devo but maybe it was they opened for devo the first time we saw devo at acl or someplace oh i can i can i remember buying their cds at the merch table oh okay well that could be very true then yeah yeah okay but that's um, right but we uh, never, we yeah. maybe saying them there. I, I know we saw how I quit crack. Yes. Oh wow. We, what a mind mind blowing experience that was. They're awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I know we saw a band that was called the Baker Family. Now they're called Young Tongue. And we saw a band that was fronted by. Uh, we kept joking that it was fronted by somebody's little brother or son or something. 
Um, I can't remember. Oh, I wish <laughs> I, it was, uh, I remember. Uh, uh, Lux Interior's if it was son? J- Jonathan, no, 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 wasn't it Jonathan Richmond's son? Uh, or? Yes, that's it. I that's can't it. remember. It yeah. was. It was Jonathan yeah. Richmond's son. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I don't remember the name of that band, but they were kind of fun. Um, and then, of course, Matt Lockamut's uh, band played um, Really Red. And we saw them there. No, Low Red Center. And Low Red Center, that's right. Really Red was an 80s punk band out of Houston. <laughs> um, but at least I, you, helped I think, me, you helped jog my memory when you said Red. Yeah, <laughs> Low Red Center, yeah. Yeah, Low um, Red Center. Yeah, we, it, we, we just saw – every time we saw a band there, I don't think we ever saw a bad band there. We, no, we saw we maybe a few bands that were, were, were okay to good. But, mm. you know, when you, when you see someone like How I – quick crack at a little podunk bar and it's one of the weirdest conceptual art kind of things you've ever seen it's just enthralling man oh god so many bands we've watched there i know uh were you there when when a band called uh planets played there no that was sierra and i when i first took her to cheer up charlie's there's a band called planets and there was a guy in the crowd and i don't know if this was a setup or uh, put on or what but this guy in the audience before the band started playing was heckling the band and <laughs> the the lead guitarist <laughs> threw her guitar down and started wailing on this dude beating the shit out of him it was crazy oh, until wow. until oh, the awesome the staff hauled the guy out it was crazy to this day, I don't know if that was just you know a put on to kind of give you know give the uh, <laughs> band some punk cred you know, but uh, right crazy oh, crazy how fun oh yeah, planets. how great planets was the name of the band and then and then she picked up her guitar again and started playing huh oh yeah then they started the show man <laughs> I thought she might have had to tune oh, a little that's bit but fantastic uh, <laughs> oh crazy oh, crazy how fun that's yeah. fun I miss I'm just rem- Charlie for some reason sixth, yeah. I did too. For some reason, that reminded me we saw Pataphysics there one time and a band uh, called The Carrots, which is an Austin band. I don't even know if they still exist. That yeah. I know at least had, had – I can't remember if they were all girls or mostly girls um, played there, and they, they were great and fun too. Hmm. Just so many good bands that have played there over the years. I wish – we need a new Cheer Up Charlie's. <laughs> we need like a new place like that. Well, There's got to be one, and we're just missing it. I think maybe once all that construction around there is done, maybe we can go back to the new Cheer Up Charlie's and see what's going on. It's like right now, I think their outdoor stage is closed down because of that hotel that's been constructions that's oh. been going on. Oh, so, really? No, yeah. That's messed up. I think, uh, and hmm. yeah, there, there's been a lot of contention and issues uh, with that hotel that's being built right behind, uh, you know, the Red River District. Right. But yeah. I, yeah. I, you know. I wasn't, you know, they took over a, a a space that used to be, what was the name of that place before they had it? And it was around for a long, Club DeVille. Club DeVille, yeah. It was around for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I was weird when they took over that space. It just seemed like they weren't a little club anymore, you know. They had to be more of a, a, a medium-sized venue to be in that space, so... Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I'm sure, you know, I shouldn't. We, of course, we don't want to down them. I've certainly been there since they've been in that space and, and enjoyed it. Um, yes. And I just 
don't hang out there enough and it's tough you know sixth street isn't what it used to be and to go down there is a pain in the ass now well, and and that's not parking is difficult even on red river now because uh, yeah when they built that hotel one of my favorite parking places got uh, torn down shut down yeah yeah it was a good parking garage and, there yeah there was mm-hmm. um which i used to hate to pay to park but now i'm willing to do it yeah no kidding you know you just about have to. You just have to factor in the price of parking if you want to go downtown and see something, which we're talking right. about going downtown on Sunday and going to Barbarella's. I don't know if we're still going to do that or not, but that oh, was yeah. one of our plans. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah, about I remember that. Remember on, on Sunday night, we're going to go to Chicken Shit Bingo, wherever that is held. I don't even know. That's, that's it. I've that's always it. wanted to go there. The Little Longhorn. Oh, is it? Yes. The place is owned. Is it hosted? Say again. Is it hosted by like drag queens? Chicken Shit Bingo? No. Yeah. I think it's hosted by Dale Watson. <laughs> well, who who knew? I thought there was some place that had chicken shit bingo hosted by drag queens. Maybe it's some other uh, maybe it's some other place has some kind of thing hosted by drag queens on some other night. I don't know. Possibly. Anyway, we're gonna go to Chicken Shit Bingo and to Barbarella's. Maybe. Yes, yes. That's the plan anyway. So Oh. You know, you know when we're going to see um Jizzle and Fizz? No, what what were uh-huh. they? What was it? Damn it. Jitter and is it Jitter and Twitch? Yes. Jitter and Twitch. Yeah, Jitter and Twitch. Jibber, Jibber and Twitch. Is it Jibber? Terrible. Jibber. Yes. It's terrible when you're trying to hype your friend's band and you can't remember what the fuck their name is. <laughs> That's all right. Don't, don't worry. I'll edit this out. Just let's 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 keep some continuity. Uh, be cool. Just edit just, it all just, out. Just just hang out, man. I'm uh, I'm looking j- it up. Jibber and Twitch. Jibber and Twitch. Yes, that's what it is. It's Jibber and Twitch. Twitch. Correct. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's at Grizzly Hall, which is like what a mile away from your apartment. Yeah, that's- it's not far from here. And I is it where Antone's used to be, or I just don't know where it's it is exactly. It might be where Antone's so used I've to be, even... or where Emos used to be, or I don't know. No, Emos is still Emos. I think. Okay. I think Emos is still there and is still Emos. All right, good. It was the backstage for a thousand years, but yes. I haven't been there since it's become Emos either. Mm. Um, I I had some Emos when it was downtown is where I met Oriah Lonsdale and saw Hobble play for the first time. Really? Randomly. Wow. Yep. And I was drunk and I was with this guy that I worked with that I kind of had a crush on and I wasn't paying any attention to the band. I was just <laughs> drunk and flirting with him and the guy who was totally not an alternative person at all I, I, said, uh, said, this guy in this band is really fucking putting on a show. And I think <laughs> there was like eight people in there. <laughs> wow. And so then I started watching him and I was like, this guy's fucking amazing. What is this <laughs> band called? And that's how I that's when I met Hobble. Wow, I I, uh, I did was, not know that. Wow, and that was at yeah, Emos. That, that was at Emos. Yes. Didn't we on go? A, did, I think it was on a weeknight. Yeah. Didn't we go see them or see him perform once off? What, what was that place off of East Sixth? The place that's uh, like the Scoot Inn. Yes, the Scoot that's Inn. That's not on Sixth. We saw him at Scoot Inn. Yep. Yeah, it's, yep. it's, it's I saw east him at something. Th- I know it's not East Sixth, but it's 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 yeah. on, it's on the east side of town. But uh, yep. Yeah. I've seen him. I saw Hobble play at um, uh, what's the what's the bar that's like mainly a reggae bar that's right next to Casino El Camino. Oh. I can't remember what the name of that place is, but yeah, I saw them I play there. Huh. Okay. They played with y- Yuppie Pricks there. 
the yuppie pricks come out in uh, tennis outfits, which was a lot of fun. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, I've seen Hobble in a few different, we've seen them in a few different places. Beerland, they used to play a lot, not beer, not Beerland, across the street. Um, what was that place called? It's called something else now. Uh, steampunk bar? No, it was down the street from that. <laughs> okay. Uh, down the street from that, it used to be called, was it called the 710 or... Oh. The 710 Club, or what the fuck was that place called? Uh, you got me, Boy, man. <laughs> this is turning into the Alzheimer Austin experience. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. So many bands, so many clubs, so many parties. I right. can't keep track of it all, man. Sure. I did a lot of drugs back in my day, and I... I, you know, you're, you guys are lucky I'm still fucking alive. That's really, <laughs> that's right. Count your lucky freaking stars. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. This is like, it's like radio time with grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Um, oh, God. I guess, well, yeah. you know, it doesn't, yeah. We're hitting we, that, you we're know, hitting that hour mark, so I guess that's probably why our energy levels are starting yeah, to drop a little bit. My, my, yeah, we should take a we should take a break and have a little Debbie or something. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, here's a here's a here's a I, I was gonna try and do some kind of cool segue because I know we wanted to talk about vodka fest, and I was gonna somehow slam us into vodka fest talking about we may be old, but we still like to go do new things and then bring up vodka fest, but that's just a shitty segue. <laughs> so I'm not gonna do that. But didn't didn't you say you wanted to tell me something about vodka fest? Because I I've heard of it, but I don't know much about it. Yeah, Sierra had uh, scored a couple of tickets to Vodka Fest this year, which was held at Zed's Restaurant, which is at like Palmer and I-35. And uh, so I had never been before, so I was like, okay. And the people who were selling us the tickets weren't able to go because they were going out of town or something like that, had other plans. And they were only like 20 bucks a piece, and supposedly you get to sample 30 different kinds of vodka or whatever. And so... uh Sierra and I decided to buy the tickets from our friends, and so we went down there, and apparently there was only like a limited number of tickets that they sold, but it was 800 tickets that they sold. <laughs> so when oh we my got God. there, it was a long-ass line to get in, first off. and uh, Oh, my God. So once we finally got in, you know, they had, um, you know, uh, hors d'oeuvres or noshes or whatever you want to call them on, on tables, and so we got, you know, you get to eat a little bit, and and then uh, wait in line to sample your first vodka, and then wait in line to sample your next vodka, and on and on. But, oh. you know, as as time goes on, luckily, you, you kind of care less about the lines because you're getting you're getting this vodka on board, and you're, you're not really caring so much. And so, right, by anyway. the third or fourth line, you don't care anymore. <laughs> exactly. And so, so it, it was good in that regard. And so we had, we had, we had a okay time it was not bad it was just they probably should have sold maybe 200 less tickets and it would have been just right but uh right. so anyway as far as vodkas go they had the usual suspects you know the larger name brands and of course they had uh local brands uh you know dripping springs and uh tito's and then they had some you know f some foreign um uh, brands like uh, Reka and other ones, and there was another locally produced one that I had never heard of before called Cruto. And so, anyway, it was interesting. 
Mm. It was kind of cool to go around and sample all these different kinds of vodkas and kind of get on a little buzz by the end of the evening and actually get a little food on board as well. And they had a band playing. I can't remember the name of the band, but it was pretty good. And uh, so, you know, all in all, it was a good time. It just might so have been have a little better. The vodka, it, no, they would have to drink the vodka straight. No, you could if you wanted to, if you were like a real vodka connoisseur. But uh, if you actually wanted to enjoy yourself, you, they could, they would actually mix you up a, a drink. And they had different kinds of mixers that they, they could do. Each different table, each different um, vendor had uh, different mixers. And so, it, you know, it was interesting. Mm, cool. You know, there was one. Uh, and then they had like flavored vodkas, like some of the interesting ones are like... Uh, cucumber flavored vodka or uh, all, all sorts of different ones or they could mix you up uh, one with some um, uh, jalapeno you know juice mixed in with it and stuff so it was it was interesting you know would I would I go hmm. again would I go again next year you know maybe maybe not I don't know it was kind of fun but see I would like that I love vodka vodka is my drink of choice so yeah uh, I think that would be a lot of fun but but uh, I, you know how I hate to wait in line for anything. <laughs> right. I am, I am Mr. Instant Gratification Boy. Sure, no, I get it. But uh, <laughs> like I said, by by the third table, you you don't really give a shit. You don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, how long did you have to wait to get in? Um, I don't know, maybe ten minutes, ten fifteen minutes. No, that's not too bad. No, that's all right. It wasn't too bad. It was just, it was just a little bit of a shock, and parking was difficult. Right, yeah, that make yeah, I can see that. Well, you know, that's it's still yeah. Well, I would probably that would be interesting. I wouldn't mind something like that. Yeah, that would be fun. Maybe I, we maybe we should do it next year. Yeah, definitely. Tell we'll, me next year. Remind me. Okay, we'll we'll get some. We'll <laughs> make sure we get tickets ahead of time. And I think the important thing is probably get there early before right, yeah. before it starts, so you can get you know the head of the line or something. Right, that makes sense. That's that makes sense. That's cool. Yep. Well. I think that does a show, man. I think I think that might that's be a show. A show. <laughs> yes, I it, think that's a show. It could very well be a show. I uh oh, we need to do our um oh oblique our strategies. standard. Yeah, that's our true. oblique strategies. Okay. Yeah, we, we can just so, pull it out, and we we may not have to discuss it for a very long time, but let's just go ahead and jump. Hey, to let's it. let's take let's take this advice as as a, a criticism or whatever or advice on the show. Okay, we'll Let's take use this... this oblique strategy as a way to address the show. Okay, I like what that. What do you say? I like that right. a lot. Okay. All right. All right. Oblique Don't... <laughs> strategy of the week. <laughs> you got any more? <laughs> uh, it's oblique. It's oblique. It's the oblique strategy of the week. It's oblique. It's oblique. <laughs> Come on, Mark. Give us a peek. <laughs> That'll do. That's, that's the that'll do. <laughs> uh, you could say that'll do, pig. That'll do. Fine. <laughs> no. Okay. Um. Uh, here it is, man. Don't avoid okay. what is easy. Oh. Don't avoid. Don't avoid what is easy. What is easy? Well, I, I don't think we avoid what is easy. No. Heaven knows we put no thought and no planning. <laughs> there's, a, there's still no. pre-production show for well. fucking a slippery slope. <laughs> well, uh, don't avoid uh, what is easy. Don't avoid what is easy. 
Well, then, mm. yeah. Leave. So don't edit all that stuff out, man. Just no. leave it in and let it flow. Sure. <laughs> I, will, I will not do any editing now. It'll, I'm, I'm okay, not going to avoid what is easy. Just, and so the show... put it up. Just... In, including everything that happened before the intro of the show will be part of the show. No. Yay! No, I don't think so. <laughs> well, you know, what do we we've gone on about an hour 20 here, maybe an hour 15, something like that. But yes. when Mark uh edits out all the ums and ahs and okay, okays, uh, the show's 55 minutes. So <laughs> possibly. <laughs> all right. All right, man. To the well, end, I enjoyed so. myself as always. I'm going to yeah. see you a lot this weekend, at least one day and probably two and maybe three. That for, is true. Uh, you know, we're recording this right before the big 4th of July weekend. So we are. Uh, next time we talk to you, we'll, it will be after the 4th of July and we'll tell you all the fun things we did. Yep. So slide in next week for another fabulous episode of A Slippery Slope. Lodger out and proud. That's a wrap. <laughs> All right.